Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We're excited to talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, everybody, and happy Friday. Unfortunately, my family is still sick. Fortunately, you have another amazing guest with us tonight. Hello. It's Niasia <laughs> in the house. Hello, hello, hello. So whether you're listening to this at breakfast or at lunch or at dinner, we're here Amen. to talk to you about Matthew chapter four. That's right. Niasia. So Ni- yeah. I'm technically your supervisor. Yes. And uh, so Ni- we get to meet often. And uh-huh. one of the, qu- the questions I ask you every month are, yeah. there's three of them. One, what are you learning? Uh-huh. Two, what relationship is thriving in your yeah. life? Three, what relationship is not thriving? Yeah. I'm not going to make you answer all of them here. Amen. But the first one, <laughs> what are you learning? It could be anything yeah. right now. I'm learning. I just shared this actually with someone, uh, probably my aunt a couple weeks ago, um, just about how God is like, so relational. And I think that like, you know, we go through, you know, this is a weekly conversation just with the body of Christ. Read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible. Set yeah, time apart sure. to uh, spend time with God. I feel like sometimes we we overthink it and we it has to look like this every single time. It has to look like you're on your knees at mm. 8.30 from 8.30 to 10.30 at night and you're That's just like time. focusing That's on a long reading. Time. It is, but it's like I think we have this picture in our head. It's like it has to look like this. And so recently, you know, so my schedule is in the morning, I'll like, I'll sleep. 30 minutes. Well, I do sleep. Yeah. You guys, I love to sleep. <laughs> we have an ongoing joke. We're like, hey, we need to get this done. It's called Naysia. I'm like, she's still sleeping. Please don't call me. Yeah, don't call her. She's going to let us have it. <laughs> it's bad. I'm, I'm, I'm growing. Um, <laughs> You're good. Hey, work can be done at night. You're a night owl. That's right. Boom. Amen. As long as it gets done, that's all that matters. That's right. Um. So like 30 minutes in the morning, I'll like read or pray. And then yeah. at night I'll do like an hour and a half or whatever that looks like. And so recently I had to like remember like, no, God's relational. Like you can read a little bit and still, let's say I needed to like go roll my hair up in rollers. I'm like, yeah. no, you go read and you go roll your hair up to get ready for bed, but you meditate on the scripture. There you go. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Well, I, I think what you bring up is sometimes people can become discouraged when yeah. they miss that window that they're used to. Let's yes. say it is like, hey, from, from 8 to 8.30 every day, I yeah. need to read my Bible. And then something happens and it, your schedule gets thrown for a loop. Yeah. We are creatures of habit and routine. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that can be really discouraging. Mm-hmm. We're thinking, oh, no, what am I going to do now? It's just it's, the day is shot. Yeah. Like, no. You could do something different, like yeah. maybe listen to the audio version while you put yes. your hair up in rollers, right. or you shower or drive. Yeah, you know, or go in silence and think about the scripture you read yeah. this morning. That's yep. cool. Are you reading any books outside the scripture right now? I am reading a book. What are you reading? I'm reading. So I think we've talked about this before too. Like I like to read, but I never finish a book. <laughs> Fellowship of the Rings. No, what Two is that? Towers, exactly. Oh, see, Lord, no. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> It's got trolls and elves and stuff. No. Did you been, did you read are you reading that? I did in middle school. Okay, it's a older it's a older Yeah, it was okay. a long time ago. There's yeah. movies. It's pretty cool though. I've seen Lord of the Rings. Same, but these yeah, are the other the other stuff. Yeah, same same story. Just okay. yeah, different book. But okay. what are you reading? I don't know the name of it, but it's about dating. So just like I forgot I feel like you might have brought it up in one of your uh sermons or Pastor Ken. Somebody one of you guys brought it up. But um it's just debunking the cultural norms of dating basically and i'm like well this is important yeah so be able to talk about it amongst age group 
for sure. across genders because no for one sure. wants to talk about dating in a healthy way. But I'm like, there's a way. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hey, there's a way. Tuesday night we do it. We do do Young it adults. at Tuesday nights. You yeah. know, in our friend groups, I think it's important. So and your groups, your groups, a lot of fun. So we break out in small groups after the large group is yeah. completed. And I'm in the back of the sanctuary. Naija's group is in the choir loft. Yeah. And Naija's group has the biggest personality. There's like 20 of them that are that all means fun. we're loud. But yes. <laughs> Translation. But but they're laughing and crying and encouraging yeah. and laying hands on each other. Yeah. And um, it's fun to watch. And so yeah. keep it up. Thanks. Keep it up. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's transition to the scripture. Okay. Today, we're looking at Matthew chapter 4. Yeah, we are. Um, coming on the heels of Jesus' baptism, mm-hmm. um, the heavens part, the Father speaks down, says, this is my son who I love, with him I'm well pleased. The Holy Spirit comes down and descends upon Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, then we transition to chapter 4, where Jesus then goes and is tempted in the wilderness. He begins to preach, and his ministry is initiated, and mm-hmm. he calls his first disciples and starts healing the sick. Mm. So... Just let's take it from the top. Yeah. What what stands out to you from Matthew four? Yeah. Um, I mean we we have we have the notorious story about Jesus being tempted, um, and I I know you, we you guys you and Bobby have talked about this on your podcast. You know how the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. Yeah. Um, but I I kind of was meditating about this, and I, I don't think I came to a full resolution, but um. You know, the devil, when he comes in, tempts us, it's like he things are out of order. Mm-hmm. Like if you look back at the previous chapter, um, you have John, you have Jesus coming to John, like being baptized. And John's like, no, you should be one baptizing me. Yeah. And Jesus is like, no, this is what the scriptures say needs to happen. Mm. But you have the you have Satan coming along like, hey, Jesus, turn this stone into bread. Mm-hmm. Sure, you can do it. Yeah. But that's not what God's calling you to do. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it was definitely out of order. And Satan almost was baiting Jesus to... So you could look at the three temptations and think of them as a lust of the eyes, Mm. a lust of the flesh, Mm -hmm. and almost the pride of life, Mm -hmm. which, you know, later on in John, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, it brings these things up. And Jesus combats him with scripture. Mm -hmm. And... What's so interesting about what you're saying is Satan knows the word of God. Yeah. So if you look at verse six, he says, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down for mm-hmm. it's written. He'll command his angels concerning you. They'll lift up your hands so that you'll not strike your foot against a stone. Mm-hmm. He's quoting Psalm 91 verses 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. But if you look closely, he actually doesn't finish the scripture. Mm-hmm. And it says how God will keep you in all your ways and mm-hmm. the ways that you're going. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, like you're saying right mm-hmm. now, Jesus knew this was not the way of the Father. Yeah. This was not the way of the Messiah, the yeah. Son. He's like, you don't tempt me. Yeah. You don't, I'm not putting on a show. Yeah. I'm not going to, you know, tell, I'm not going to create an artificial crisis moment for angels to intercede and try to catch me while yeah. I jump off of something. Right. Which sometimes we do. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm going to do this. God, I need your help. Or mm-hmm. if, if you're really there, God, you need to help me do X, yeah. Y, or Z. Yeah. And it's usually because of like something we decided to do. And Jesus yeah. here is saying, no. Yes. It's out of order. In yeah. words of you. Yeah. Right. That's not right. Yeah. He's always submitting to the will of the Father. Yeah. So I, I like what you said there. I love that. One of the things that stuck out to me is just comparing and contrasting where Jesus was last chapter and where he's at mm-hmm. now. So you think about like the, the coolness of the Jordan River. Mm-hmm. What about- and then he's in the wilderness. Okay. And then you have the Heavenly Father blessing you. It's like almost a heavenly moment. Yeah. And then he's out 
in hell with Satan. Yes. And it's mm. like this polar opposite. Yeah. And yet it's the Holy Spirit, yeah. like you, you read right away, that brought him there in verse mm-hmm. one. Jesus was led by the Spirit into mm-hmm. the wilderness. And it's almost as if that wilderness time, the emptying, the um, c- coming to deny oneself and the temptations of this world mm-hmm. are necessary when you're yeah. launching ministry or yeah. maybe even at a key moment in life. Yeah. Um, it's like pausing to fast and pray and mm-hmm. say, I need to make myself less so that yeah. God can be greater. Now, yeah. here I would add, Jesus is doing these things to, to identify with you and me. Mm. So his baptism, he, baptism signifies repentance right. and washing away of sins. Right. He, he didn't sin. Yeah. But he's showing us in his divinity and his humanity, mm-hmm. this is what we're to do. Yeah. And then Jesus goes and gets tempted in the wilderness, mm-hmm. and he never sinned. Right. We do, though, but he right. shows us how to combat yes. sin. It yes. is written, it is written, it is yes. written. See, what's so cool about that is that weapon is something you can have whether you are rich or poor, mm-hmm. or you're a boy or a girl right. or a grandpa or a grandma. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyone can quote scripture. Yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh. So Bobby and I have kind of taken this upon ourselves as we hang with our kids yeah. and we're memorizing different things. And yeah. We, we're trying to be strategic in what we memorize so that the kids will have tools yep. in their little their armory of their heart yeah. when situations come up. And mm-hmm. so like a lot of little kids, they have bad dreams. Mm-hmm. So one of the ones we re- re- memorized recently was Isaiah 26, verse 3. And it mm-hmm. says, um, for you will keep all you will pe- you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, yeah. all who fix their thoughts on you. Yeah. And so we're trying to help the kids see like, hey, if you keep your thoughts on God, you can pray the scripture when you're yeah. scared at night. You can pray Psalm 23. That's right. But you fix your thoughts on God. You think about him and he promises to be with you. Yeah. So anyways, that, that's right. I like how Jesus utilizes the greatest weapon. That's the, the scriptures. That's right. To defend himself. What else? What else stands out, Nate? <clears throat> Do you remember any verses? Like, did your parents teach you any verses when you were younger that stayed with you? Like, I will always remember being taught that. For me, most of them are Psalms. Yeah. Psalm 23, Psalm 100, Psalm 1. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember doing like the armor of God with them during vacation Bible school. Yeah. But how about you? I, no, I wasn't. I didn't learn my first scripture until probably like 14. 14. That's I, okay. Yeah. Do you remember what it was? Mm, I remember probably the first scripture I probably memorized was uh, probably was something in Matthew. No, it wasn't. It was Timothy. I mean, it was probably like, for God has not given us a spirit of fear. Yeah. I probably remember that. Hey, remember that the first you still time. remember it. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, In regards to this passage, I think the next thing that stands out to me, though, is when Jesus calls the first disciples. I know we kind of jump a little bit. Yeah, that's okay. Let's but, jump. Okay. Um, so, like, we're watching The Chosen at Young Adults. Yes. And, and it's awesome. It's it's amazing. And it, it does a great job of just bringing these people we read about to life. And every every detail is in quote unquote biblical, but it paints a great story of connecting pieces together. But we see here that, you know, God calls uh, Peter and Andrew. But then a little while later, a little while later, they call, he calls um, the sons of Zebedee, which yeah. are James and John. Yeah. And so I was like. You know, the chosen, we see they know each other. So I'm reading this and I'm like, there's a good chance they do know of each other at oh, least. Absolutely. Right? It's a small town. They're all in the same fishing industry. Okay. It's like you know other musicians. Okay. They know other fishermen. Okay. Yeah. I love that. 
Yeah, I'm just so like cool. my. I think my friend is being called to Jesus too. Mm-hmm. We're being called to Jesus together, and I'm like, I when I read this, I immediately thought about you know when I started believing in Jesus. I was in high school, yeah, and so I was probably a junior or a sophomore. Yeah. So I watched all my friends dip. <laughs> yeah, go the other way. <laughs> they went the other way, and it felt so like lonely. I was mm-hmm. like. You know, I, I would have friends over and like we would pray. They let me pray with them. They'd have these cool like the Holy Spirit would reveal themselves to reveal himself to them. But I'm like, do they get it? Do they get it? And they still wouldn't get it. Okay. And so it's like, man, like this is a my first like experience as a new believer was like, this is a little lonesome. Lonely. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But like now as I, you know, I'm, you know, older and I've gotten to experience friendship with other believers, it's like, no. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like the first five years I lived out here, yeah. I had no friends. Yeah. <laughs> I had no friends. But the past five years, I've gained such great friendships, whether it be at Young Professionals or whatever that looks like. Praise you know what God I mean? for that. Yeah. But I, I just love the picture here. It's like, no, our friends are being called to Jesus too. And we can walk together with oh, Jesus. That's a good word. I yeah. think Jesus probably knows that about us, right? Because yeah. that's why he sends them out two by two. Hello. It's like, one, you need a community, but two, there's accountability there too. Yeah. So fight loneliness. Yeah. Walk with integrity. You can remind each other what you're supposed to do and yeah. the scriptures that were taught kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, community is important. Yeah. The, the part from that part of the scripture that stands out to me. Yeah. And this this often um, is true for me. So I'm going to be curious to hear if it's true for you. Yeah. God often speaks to me when I'm doing something and it's often unexpected, like an mm-hmm. unexpected timing. Mm-hmm. For me, often when I'm sitting and I'm quieting myself. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I do hear like the Lord giving me a word of encouragement mm-hmm. or maybe a face or a name pops up like, hey, yeah. maybe I should reach out to them and check in. But oftentimes some of like, I would say from my life, the word of the Lord that comes to guide and direct happens when I'm like washing the car mm. or or taking a shower yeah. or walking my kid to school. It's like unexpected yeah. and random yeah. because here, if you look, these guys are, are fishing. They're fixing yeah. their nets. Mm-hmm. They are casting their nets into the lake yeah they are doing these things that's what yeah yeah, verse Mm -hmm. 18 says and then jesus comes up right in the middle of their activity and says hey come follow me that's good but what's so cool about this nay is that this is not just in this passage it's all over the bible Mm -hmm. i I made a list here just looking at other people who get called yeah saul got called to be king of israel when he was looking for his dad's donkey Ooh, and the prophet on. Samuel comes up to him and is like, yeah. hey, like, look, here's where your donkey's at. You need to come with me now. You're about to be king. Yeah. And, you know, so it's wow. Good. David was keeping after his dead sheep. Yep. And all the other brothers lined up, and Samuel's like, oh, Eliab, he's tall and handsome. Should yeah. be him. And God's like, no. Yeah. I'm looking at the heart, not at him. Yeah. Shepherds on the night Jesus was born. Yeah. They're out watching their flock. Mm-hmm. Amos was farming in Tekoa. Matthew was working at a tax collector's booth. Mm-hmm. Moses was tending the sheep of his father's flock at the mm-hmm. base of the mountain when the burning bush came up. Yeah. Gideon was threshing wheat. Like, you just go through. Yeah. I was going through my, my kid's Bible and thinking through, like, dude. Every time God calls these people, they're doing life. That's good. And so I think the encouragement for me and for you is like Mm -hmm. the more time we spend with God, it's in in those moments where we actually do learn to recognize that quiet voice. And sometimes I think Pastor Johnny's preached on this shortly in silence and solitude where you actually have to spend the quiet time with God to begin to recognize the voice. Mm -hmm. And once it's in the quiet, you recognize it. Mm -hmm. You can recognize it in the hustle and bustle of life. And it's nothing crazy. There's no like, very rarely is it audible or the heavens part. Yeah. But it's a still small, quiet voice of peace deep in your, like your soul. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh. 
I think that might be the Lord impressing yeah. something on me. Yeah. And so I just, I just laughed yeah. as I looked here and saw they're fishing, they're mending yeah. their nets. And Jesus like, hey, guys, come with me. And they dropped their nets out once and followed him. Yeah. So rarely, rarely is it convenient yes. when God decides right? to do something Isn't for us. Isn't that crazy? I wonder the conversation that happened. Like, all right, well, let's go. All right, right? Dad, tell Mom we'll be back. <laughs> See you later. Uh, Jesus, when are we gonna be back? Like, right, two weeks. All right, we're back in two weeks, <laughs> boys. Let's go. Yeah, no, I agree. There was once I was visiting my mom back at home in Virginia, and um, I probably was on my way to the bathroom, probably. Yeah. And so I was just walking from my little bedroom to the bathroom, like, Lord, yeah. let your will be done. And I, Clark, I tell you, I, I kid you not, I heard. How can I let my will be done if you don't let me? And I was like, oh my God. Is that my conscience? Is that the Lord? Like, what is that? Yeah. So very true. What yeah. you're saying. Yeah. There are those moments. So, hey, yeah. for, for you listening, you know, pay attention for you. It might be different for, for everybody else. Yeah. You know, it might be like you journaling and writing and processing yeah. thoughts out. Um, I think it's probably a both end. I think it'd be wrong of me yeah. to say this is how God speaks, but yeah. it's, it's a both end. But we need to be ready when it's inconvenient and we're in the middle of our day and we're changing diapers or going to the bathroom or going to work and all of a sudden you feel the Lord, you know, impress this on you. And we need to take note of that. And the more we take note of it, the more often we'll recognize his voice as compared to ours. Amen. So awesome. And then Jesus starts healing the sick and yes. his ministry is launched. Yes. You know, what's interesting here is, this is the last thing I'll say, when you look at Galilee throughout the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea. Galilee had like 200 towns mm -hmm. that were really small mm -hmm. from like hundreds of people to like 15,000 people. And so there was no mega cities like we have today, but mm -hmm. there was these clumps of people ranging from whatever to 15,000 just spread all over. Mm -hmm. And he would go and hit it for a little bit and then move mm -hmm. on to the next one, hit that town for a little bit, move on to the next one. And so it's like such an organic way to spread. There was no internet. Yeah. There's no phones. It's just, I healed a guy in the synagogue, word spread, and, he, and yeah. he, usually he tells them, don't tell him who did it. Yeah. And he's out. Yeah. Next town does it. So over time, though, following Jesus, the kingdom of God's breaking through, word spreads. Yeah. And, you know, we're praying that people would hear and be intrigued about the gospel that don't yet know him and be open to listening to it. Yeah. So anyways, that's all I got. Anything else on your end? No, this is great. Y'all are doing a great job on this podcast. Hey. It's better and better every time. Hey, yeah. thanks for joining us. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Well, and for you listening, as always, thanks for tuning in. Um, we're really excited this Sunday. Niasia and I want to invite you to church, mm -hmm. as always. This is the last Sunday of the Book of Daniel. And Aww, so, man. Oh, man. Yeah, it's been, it's been a fun ride. Yeah. I'm um, going to be preaching Daniel chapter 12. And I'd encourage you to read it. It's a small 13 verses. So when it comes to the standing for the reading of God's word, you'll not have to stand for five minutes like we have the last two months. It's been lengthy scripture readings. Mm -hmm. But read it, get your heart ready for church on Sunday, and it's going to be a powerful time as we give God our best. Mm -hmm. Again, thanks, Nay, for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right, God bless you all, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.